0: Ireland's Class Kids Radio it's Trina Mara and our doggy expert Deirdre Ryan is here from drdogcare.ie hi Deirdre hi Trina how are you good uh we're gonna get some tips from you one question that comes up all the time how can I get my dog to walk nicely on the lead without pulling and give me a back injury
1: Yeah, yeah it's such a common issue such a common problem
0: owners need to understand it from the dog's point of view
1: that anything that's rewarded is repeated and many people when they get a a puppy first and they bring it out on a walk you know they're quite happy if the puppy puts a little pressure on the lead and wants to sniff something they'd potter around after him and, and let him explore and to a certain extent that's fine you want the puppy especially to learn about the world but from the dog's point of view he's learning if I lean forward and put a bit of pressure on this harness or collar or whatever it is that means good things happen and I get to explore further so that then builds a pattern in the dog's brain that oh pressure on the lead is a good thing because it means that I get to go further and explore more and then of course you're down the rocky road of puppy growing up getting bigger getting stronger and this behavior then becoming more reinforced so when you think of it from that point of view from a very young age you want to teach the dog that any kind of pressure on the collar and the lead leads to a negative consequence you don't have to be mean to your dog but there has to be some kind of consequence for the dog to understand that pressure is not leading them to anything good So it might be as simple as standing still so the walk doesn't continue or it might be as simple as putting in a few penalty steps which means going in the opposite direction or you could make a positive consequence to it something you want the dog to do that when they feel pressure on the lead you're going to do a quick about turn encourage the dog to come back to you and reward them with a treat. So they will form a link then in their brain that when they feel pressure on the lead, when they get to the end of that lead, that, oh, that's a good time to check in with mom because she
0: usually gives me a treat. What do you do then when it's not a puppy and the dog is, you know, maybe six, seven, eight and they're still doing it? Can you teach an old dog new tricks? Well, unfortunately, it's usually the owner who needs the training which is a lot more complicated. You're talking about me, aren't aren't you, you're talking about me. (laughs) No,
1: never. Isn't your dog eight or
0: nine?
1: (laughs) Uh, Because it's just the owners are anticipating the pulling. So I will see people with an older dog who's been pulling for a while and they're standing there and they're rolling the lead around their hand in anticipation of bracing for this pull. Mm -hmm. And from the dog's point of view, that's nearly a signal. Quick, you need to pull because they've anticipated it because pulling produces counter pressure. So, you know, it doesn't, need a bit of education on the part of the owner as to what it feels like even just to walk a dog that isn't pulling because that can be a revelation to them that they can relax their shoulders relax their body language you know how they even hold the lead how they shake out their body how they you know that's all really important um but one thing i would always say with any kind of behavior issue or training issue that has been going on for a while if you can change something up in the early stages that will help kind of rejig the dog's brain so if you're walking your dog in a collar maybe try a front attached harness if you're walking with a harness, maybe try a color. Try and change it up. You're starting like a new behaviour, starting afresh and kind of leaving old habits behind. There is, if the dog has been pulling for a while, you know, I would recommend looking at some of the no-pull harnesses out there or even a head collar. Not for life, but short term to give you and the dog the little bit of extra help to get that pattern of behaviour, you know, rejigged in the dog's brain.
0: Because you know what it can get like for people? They just dread bringing the dog for the walk because of this pulling and they feel like they can't manage the dog. Now, I have bought, <laughs> I'm not talking about me now, of course I of course, I'm talking about me, dear, let's be honest here. Uh, I have bought <laughs> the Halties and I bought a canny collar as well, which is similar to a Halty And it's kind of like a little it's a thing that goes over their nose. It's not like a muzzle in any way. It's a way, great one, yeah. But it's a little thing that goes over their nose and it just gives it a little kind of tug on its, on its nose, doesn't it? When they go to pull. Um... I've yeah, so it's changing the point of pressure, yeah. Mixed, re- mixed results, to be honest. Maybe it's the way I'm putting the actual Halty and the canny collar on the dog. Yeah, there is an act to all these different pieces of equipment. If you want to
1: send me a picture, I'll have a look and let you know because I am very familiar with that collar. It's one of the better ones because it yeah. doesn't usually, um, you know, jangle under the dog's jowls and, and potentially get caught in them. They're a tool and they can be useful. I would still look at teaching him maybe an extra command such as a with me or a heel. A lot of people will figure out how to get the dog to walk nicely on the lead to a certain extent but when there's a distraction around like another dog or a bike or a person things will sometimes fall down so teaching your dog to do a hand touch or give you eye contact or even just to stay close to you and pay attention to you for five or six or seven paces, which isn't a lot when you think about it, just for short periods of time on a walk, then, you know, if you build it up from a place with no distractions to a place with a higher level of distractions, you will teach your dog that when there's distractions in the environment, like those other dogs or or whatever that you're trying to pass, that they're the times that you get more valuable. So your high value treat will come out, your ham, your chicken. Something I find really useful is you can get little, you know, little cast pouches or you can get tubes of pate and that you can use that your dog. Can be licking away at as you're passing a distraction. And they can be really useful because you're continuously educating and rewarding the dog for focusing on you. for staying beside you in position as opposed yeah. to lunging across you and trying to get to that distraction, that other dog, whatever it is they're interested
0: in. Yesterday, I had the two dogs out, the two Labradors. Everyone knows about my Labradors, Holly and Dawson. And um, Dawson's gone pretty. Holly's really calm now. She's just gotten to a point where she just enjoys going for a walk and she's really calm. And another dog passed by and she doesn't care less. She couldn't care less. But then Dawson, on the other hand, sees a dog and absolutely loses his life. He just gets so, it's not an aggressive thing. He gets so excited to see them that he can't wait to get over and he's lunging at them to the point Deirdre that I actually we were about I'd say we were about five minutes into the walk and I turned around and I brought him home and I left him home and I went for the the walk with just one dog. Oh, no. Yeah, I just... I Poor little doggy face when you left without him. I know, him. <laughs> but I couldn't face it. I was like, I just cannot do this today. Sometimes it gets is too Is he? Much. And what age is he? So he would be six and every time he sees another... And he lives with another dog. Like It's not like as if he doesn't yeah. get to see a dog. Every time he and sees And he, he dog, was your second dog, was he? Yeah, the second dog, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that happens so common with the second dog because when you think about it, with your older dog... When that older dog was a puppy and when, had, you know, critical time in their development where they learned to really bond with people and pay attention to people and pretty much ignore other dogs, you know, you, you, you're switching that allegiance to their own dogs. In general, you're switching that allegiance from dogs to humans and it's a critical time in their development. And when a puppy is in a household with no other dogs, it's that will naturally develop with very little effort. But on the other hand, if you bring a puppy into a household with another existing dog, it's a much more... Um, much more effort is needed because the puppy will naturally relate better in the early stages to the other dogs. So they don't need to learn as much about human emotion, human body language. That's not to say that you wouldn't have a lovely relationship with them, but they tend to be a little bit more doggy. So that's potentially what's happened because he's related a lot to your other dog and now is thinking, oh, other dogs are great fun. So on a walk, if I see another dog, I'll try and engage because that's what I've been doing since a puppy with, with my best friend. Try the pate thing because they're literally licking away. They're, they're getting the taste, but they're not getting really the calories. It could be really handy or even a pouch of cat food and cut a corner and, cut a bit in the corner. Yeah. So they're just licking away trying to get it, you know, but they're not actually consuming a huge amount. A tiny bit.
0: A dog eating cat food gasp. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any particular lead that works better than another lead?
1: Well, flexi leads are your enemy if you're, you know, if you want to teach proper lead walking, because that really encourages pulling. What did you um, say? Did
0: you say sexy f- leads?
1: Yeah, do you use a flexi lead? No.
0: Flexi or sexy?
1: <laughs> Is there such a thing as a sexy lead? I need to find one. That's no, what I a sexy, flexi- flexible lead. <laughs> you can send me one of your sexy leads,
0: Tina. I'd love to get one in the post. <laughs> oh, dude, you're killing me. <laughs> right, a flexi lead. Tell me, tell me about that. A flexi lead. You know the ones that are on, like, um, they extend,
1: extendable leads. They, mm. they go out to, like, 15, 20 feet. Yeah. um so they will again actively encourage pulling so you will, have the dog on the lead he'll pull a little bit and now instead of you walk him forward on a normal lead and giving him maybe an extra foot of freedom, you flick a switch and you give him maybe fifteen feet of freedom in a full circle direction. Yeah. So it really, really encourages pulling. and um, there really it. should be warning with them, especially for larger breeds because it can make dogs quite dangerous to walk where they will like throw their whole weight down into the neck even if you swap them back onto a normal collar because they'll have this anticipation and this learned response that if they put pressure down into the collar that they will get freedom and it can be very hard to break. You really have to look at changing up your equipment and teaching them that engagement by your side on a shorter lead.
0: Okay, yeah, get the control with the shorter lead, isn't there? Yes,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And you can build up that, that engagement at home. Um, with some larger dogs, I think your regular size lead is nearly a little bit too long because by the time they get to the end of it, they're maybe four or five feet ahead of you already. Mm. so potentially switch into a slightly shorter lead because short and loose is what you want they will always out you and you know you're going to end up with like you've, you've experienced shoulder issues
0: back issues it's mm. no fun for the owner or the dog no no alright Deirdre Ryan there from dordogcare.ie she can help you with any training behavioural problems you have with your dog um, and we get all your details there online you're also on Instagram Deirdre yeah
1: on Instagram as well yeah, yeah. and TikTok trying to keep on top of a few of oh, them but yeah, on Facebook. and um, but mainly you get my webpage there is the
0: Okay, where well you cannot purchase sexy leads, gas <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I look forward to my delivery. <laughs> it's Ireland's Class Kids Radio.